Hey everyone, my name is Imani, and you're listening to Raise Your Words. Alright, so thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Maya. Can you please introduce yourself to the listeners who might not know who you are and a little bit about your book talk and bookstagram account? Yeah, sure. So hi, I'm Maya. Um, I'm on TikTok at Maya.Reads and on Instagram at MMBook. I post a lot of recommendations, reviews, um, a lot of like just videos about like the books I read and the books I don't read, a lot of list videos. So yeah. And what other books influencers inspire you or who are the other book talk influencers who inspire, who inspire you yeah so definitely the people on the book talk team um i do marketing for a bookathon platform called book talk that i helped on about two years ago now and so basically what we do is we bring the conversations that are happening on social media into like a larger scale so we host conferences events we have instagram lives um just like little things here and there um, that continue those conversations and kind of turn them into like a longer format conversation. And so a bunch of people on that team are just like incredible, sitting with Anto, Anto reads, Sunny, Sunny's bookshelf, um, and even like Lou, Lou reads. I think the videos are so funny. She like, always makes you laugh and has like really great romance recommendations. And then a couple other people who just generally inspire me is M at M can read. She does like nail art for the books that she reads, and I just think her nail art is so cool. Look, she's got closely covers. And then book right beside Mel, who founded Steamy with like Steamy Lip Book Box. I just think that she's so cool for like taking her love of books and then turning it into like a small business. And that's just so successful and has gotten to partner with so many like famous authors. I just think that's like so inspiring that like she just had this idea and then ran with it and then turned it into like a real physical thing. And then Brenna at Chronically Brenna, I've been following her since the very beginning and she just started doing cover design. And she just, I just saw like a TikTok of her where she was saying like she's actually actually designing like a cover for this author who's writing like a book about a girl with a chronic illness and I just think it's so cool that like again like Brenna from the very beginning she's been like reading books and now she's like designing covers for books that are coming out like what a great journey to go on. That's amazing and you mentioned that you have done conferences what were some of your favorite panels? Definitely like the coming of age ones because I'm a big contemporary reader so I love the coming of age panels and most authors like what I've learned from going to them that's how they say like coming of age doesn't always have to be a book for teens like you can be coming of age at any age which kind of shows that you're always learning and then i also have just really loved some of these like adult romance panels especially the ones hosted by lou because like her voice is just it's just like i don't know encapsulating i guess like you feel like you're in the room like with her when she's talking and like her voice is also just very like soothing and you can just listen to her for hours so i love those panels that sounds amazing and how many years have you been on book talk and when did you start your account and what made you decide to start it so i've been on like book talk for about three years and then bookstagram for about two and a half years um i just started my account because i saw my friend and she like went viral on tiktok and i was like oh i could probably do that <laughs> so, did i do that no 
it took about like six months for her to like grow like any kind of following. She had like one video that did really well, and then she like got a following from it. And so yeah, that's how I like started out. And then I just tried to stay because I like the community. I like the people. Speaking of, uh, something a lot of people don't realize is how much hate book influencers get. How do you cope with the hate? Quite honestly, I really don't like. <laughs> um, like I feel like when people are like, oh, like I don't like your video, blah blah. I'm like, okay, so just scroll. Like go to the next video. Like, why are you so bothered? I feel like also some people get really hung up on things and they'll be like so caught up for I'm like, why are you so caught up over a 15 second video that's literally hurting nobody? I don't understand what you're so angry about. Like, I feel like they're really taking anger up because they have like issues in their own life they to worry about. So, you know, haters gonna hate, but just gotta move on. That's honestly such good advice, especially for people who are just starting or for people who already have accounts and don't really know what to do with it. What are some essentials that you believe someone should have to start an account and how frequently should someone post? I think you can have a lot of like internal motivation. Like when you do it, you need to be like, okay, this is something I'm going to do. And you have to take yourself like really seriously. Like I know people are like TikTok and Instagram and like social media is like really silly. But I think like you have to like see yourself like this is a valid thing that I'm doing. You know what I mean? Like I'm the authority on, you know, recommending this because I have read it. So I think you have to have like a lot of trust in yourself. This is a good book because I said it was a good book. You know what I mean? And then like you just have that same like motivation and confidence when you're telling other people because if you're like, oh, well, like maybe this is good, but like you shouldn't take my word for it. Then like no one's going to listen to your recommendation. So I think you just have to have a lot of like self-confidence and motivation and like going into it. And then throughout, when you said like how much do you post, it's kind of like those slimes that like when you feed it, it continues to just get bigger and bigger. So it's like the more content you put in, the more like you're gonna see results. So if you have time, I would just say like post as much as possible. But just make sure you're putting out like big content. If you're just putting out like garbage, then like your slime is gonna die. I don't know where I was going with this analogy, but I think that yeah, if you like feed the slime or feed bread, like you know when you feed bread like starter. I've never made bread, but what I've heard about making bread. And you feed bread like a lot of starter and like continues to get bigger. But if you're just feeding your bread like random junk, then like obviously your bread's gonna taste really bad. You put out a lot of good content, you're gonna go. Yeah, no, that explains it perfectly. And I was actually wondering, do you have a post that you're particularly fond of or a reel that you're thrilled with? I have a few I feel like that I really like. I love when like it's a new TV show or like movie or something coming out. And I do like little memes, like book memes based off it because it's so fun. And I like, I love like seeing the stills like before a show comes out because I just think stills are like they give little hints of like what the show's gonna be about. And I love like inserting my own opinion where it's not needed, where I'm like, oh, I want to predict what's gonna happen in this like next season or next episode or whatever. And so the stills and making memes out of those so fun. And then another thing that I really like doing is like recreating different like covers and things so i love when i recreated like olivia rodriguez like sour album but like this book i thought it was so much fun that's probably some of my favorite content that i've ever seen that was honestly one of my favorite content of yours as well especially since you did it based on the songs and you did a you even did a cover recreation if i'm not mistaken that was really cool to see so one of the things i actually thought was really cool is that you're one of the vps for book talk and what was it like being in charge of marketing for a conference that is so big? I honestly think it was like so much fun just to like be like part of the action and like, you know, get to learn so much. But it was also just like so stressful this year. I think definitely like we were under such a time crunch. So, like so many people got COVID. Last year for some reason, well thank goodness, like last year no one got COVID and it was like really during COVID time. This year it's like still during COVID time, but a lot of people actually got COVID. 
and we're out like during crucial time periods so i end up like stepping in to like do a lot of like work that was like outside of marketing so it's like really like doing like three or four like jobs at once which is really hectic and really stressful but i think at the end of the day i learned like so much and i also learned you know just a lot about like what other people's jobs are and like how to work well in like different teams because i think i don't know how much i love like being a vp versus like being a lead during the first year of book talk because like being a vp just felt like a lot more like responsibility it really felt like a leadership role versus i'm very much a person where i just like like working with other people and not so much like oh look you have to do this you know what i mean it's more like oh i just want to like be part of like a little group where we're just kind of all working on the same projects and we all get to share ideas so i didn't want it to be like a hierarchical thing i wanted to be like okay i'm facilitating this meeting but i still want everyone's ideas to like be there and be valid and all that stuff I think that's a really good leadership quality to have as well, especially if you have such a big team, or even if you have a yeah. small team, it should be like easy to work with them. So, yeah. what was the last, this kind of segues into books, since, you know, Book Talk does obviously advocate for a lot of books. What was the last book that made you cry? Okay, so I actually went to this event with the Book Talk team. It was Simu Liu, like the guy who plays Chang um, Chi like in the Marvel movie and then he recently came out with a book that's like actually about his parents journey of like immigrating to America and then how that like got him to where he was now and I thought it was so good it was like such a like I feel like a lot of like immigrant stories are like yeah it's too rich they came here with five dollars in their pocket but through hard work and I don't know working at minimum wage jobs they suddenly were now like amazing and then they helped me become like a multi-millionaire in the first Asian superhero. It was not like that at all. It was like so real, it was so honest and I like definitely cried and like sobbed while reading it because his parents journey through was so like, like he just didn't hold back. He really, you could tell he really did a good job of like interviewing his parents and like telling their real stories like growing up and like China during like the cultural revolution and like all of that. I was like wow, like that was really cool that he's using his platform to tell stories like that. And the book is We Were Dreamers, right? Yes, we were dreamers by Simu. Yeah, that book was honestly very touching from what I heard. And it's on my TBR, so I still need to read it. Speaking of, what are you currently reading? Or what have you recently read? Um, honestly, I've been kind of in a reading self. I haven't read anything. Uh, I'm not reading anything. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like, what I have read. Literally, I'd empty it. I haven't read a lot, but this summer I have, I've read like a couple of good things. I've been obsessed with like Every Summer After by Carly Fortune. It's probably like my top read of the summer, so yeah. Yeah, and that's been a book that has been described as being great for readers for Who Loves Like Love and Other Words by Christina Lauren. Yeah, so, and I feel like also people we meet on vacation. Exactly. And so if anyone who's listening hasn't read these books yet, I highly recommend picking them up. So, are you currently watching or listening to anything? Um, yeah, I like actually on Netflix. I just finished watching the movie Wedding Season, and it's like this really cute like Indian American rom com, and I'm absolutely obsessed with it. I thought it was so cute. I feel like a lot of like set it up kind of stories, like they've been a few like set it up kind of like Indian or South Asian stories in the past. and I feel like they've all been kind of like bad because they're just kind of like written with like stereotypes about like. Indian parents are like arranged very big and they kind of like portray them badly. But I think this movie was so cute and did such a good job of like weddings, like literally portraying like exactly what wedding season is and like Indian like dating culture. And I was absolutely obsessed with it. I thought it was I thought it was so fun and like I, mean, I wanted like to watch it like all over again as soon as I finish it. Yeah, honestly that was one of the cutest Netflix movies so far this summer that I've seen. 
I especially love just seeing all the cultural outfits in the movie and also seeing how well like the friends were included plus the families were also included. I really liked that aspect like it wasn't just about the love story it was also about the families coming together. I thought mm-hmm. that was really cute to see. Yeah, I feel like they totally nailed the aspect of like how important family is. Exactly, exactly. Especially like in Daisy culture and everything with the weddings, like that was just so well done. In addition to reading, what are your other favorite hobbies you have? Um, okay, so I have been trying to like go running more this summer, but I wouldn't call that a hobby because I still like hate it. It's something that I'm like trying to like force myself to like. Um, and then I have loved finding new restaurants, traveling. And then I'm also learning to sail this summer. I feel like sailing has been one of my really fun, like, summer hobbies. Like, I think that's something that's just, like, so cool and, like, very peaceful. How did you get into sailing? Well, I feel like I live right, I live, like, right across from a river. And so I see people, like, on boats all the time. And I was like, oh, I want to do that. <laughs> that is amazing. And I feel like that's a niche hobby that not a lot of people have. Yeah, I was like, oh, wait, I didn't know, like, I could go on one of those boats, too. Then I'm just going to do it. Like, literally on the same day. This place is called Community Floating. And so, like, you can take all the classes in one day and then be on the water. Like, literally by the end of the day. I was like, whoa, they just let anyone on these? Like, <laughs> that's so cool, honestly. And one of the other things I was wondering is, where do you go to brainstorm ideas for bookish content? I think I'm, like, unfortunately one of those people who's, like, kind of addicted to, like, being on social media. So, like, I feel like I'm on TikTok all the time, and I'll just find ideas on there, and then just, like, write them down, or, like, keep them in my head, or, like, save the audio or whatever, but I'm just, like, watching. I feel like the only way to produce content is to consume content. That is so true, honestly, and I feel like the longer you're on TikTok or the longer you're on Instagram, way to see basically what is there and what you can do with your Yes. Or make your own twist on it. Alright, so what is something that made you smile this week or last week? Okay, I have such a good one for this. I went to Porter Square Book, which is like this really cute independent bookstore. I was like walking around and I saw this display and it was literally all of these South Asian kids books. And it was like all from the same publisher, but they literally had an entire display of like Daisy Kidlets. And I was like, wait, that's so cool. I don't know, it just made me so happy that like these kids have like, they can go to a bookstore and literally have an entire display of like books with kids that look like them. And it wasn't just like Indian kids, they had books for like Sikh kids and like Punjabi representation and like literally like from like all over South Asia. And I was like, that is so awesome. That is incredible, especially like seeing rap for Daisy kids. Yeah. How do you define success as a book influencer and what does it look like for you currently? Okay, so I know like when I first started Book Talk, I was like just talking to Zanta and we had to do this like round robin thing with like everyone on the team being like, okay, what? Like we're, we're, we have this crazy idea, we want it to succeed, what just, like how do we all define success for this event? And I think I said like, oh, even if only like one person comes to our conference and their like life is changed by it, or, like they decide to change something in their life or they like read a book and like, they see like themselves with a different view i think like that means like you've done something you know like impactful i think like that's what it means to like have an impact is like someone is like seeing what you're doing and then decides to like make a change or like their life has changed if that makes sense like i know like when i read tj power because ayushi is at booker and bullet recommended it to you like tj power something to prove i like was like oh i have like a totally different like view of like the entire body positively movement like afterwards i was like that's such a scam after reading that book, I was like, whoa, I have like a literally a completely different view on it. And I feel like that's like, oh my gosh, and she really had an impact. Like that author really had an impact and like they were both like really successful 
in not only like publishing and writing that book, but also Ayushi in recommending that book in such a way that I was compelled to pick it up and read it. Yeah, that and TJ Power was pitched initially as basically never have I ever but in book form. So I think that's something that a lot of listeners will enjoy, especially if you were a fan of Never Have I Ever or you like the chaos that it had. I think you'll enjoy TJ Power has something to prove. Oh my gosh, yeah. I'm so excited for season two, are you? I'm really, really excited for it, especially just like knowing that Debbie has kind of improved a lot. I'm kind of hoping this season she'll like start to embrace her Daisy culture. So, I think with a new guy. <laughs> <laughs> but I, uh, yeah, I mean, I really love the chaos that it is, and I think it's a fun show to watch. I do think, like, there were a few stereotypes that I wasn't, like, thrilled about, but overall, I would say the message of the show is really great, so I would recommend it for the message. But, yeah. How do you manage distractions while also being a book influencer and also you're working as well as being in college? So how do you kind of manage all of those responsibilities? Yeah. Uh, so I feel like once I'm like doing something, I like really locked into doing it. But then if I get distracted, like honestly, I just get distracted. <laughs> like uh, but most of the time, like I'm like locked into what I'm doing. Like if I'm working on an assignment, like I'll just be like so like in the zone until I finish it. And then like even if it takes like five hours, like I remember one time I was outside, I was like studying outside, and it just got like really cold. I was like shivering, and I was like, no, I have to finish this. <laughs> I like would not move. But yeah, I'm usually like very very determined to finish whatever I'm doing. That's true dedication. I admire you for that, to be honest. Have you ever met a bookish friend in real life? And if yes, what was the best part about that? And were you nervous beforehand? So yes, I have. Um, I've met a lot of the book talk team and then just like some other bookish friends, like based on like where I traveled and stuff. Um, and yes, I am literally always nervous. Every single time I get so nervous, I'm like, what they hate me? I'm like, I'm like four Yeah, I get like super yeah, I remember once when I was flying to Boston, I was staying with Sammy at Sammy's bookshop, and I was like really scared that she was gonna like meet me at the airport and then be like, oh my god, you're like horrible, you can't stay with me anymore, and then I was gonna be like sleeping on the streets. <laughs> oh no, yeah, no, I totally get that. Like, I feel like all the nerves kind of sudden before you meet somebody, and then you're like, oh, okay, they're kind of like how we are on the first side. I've met yeah. like, a few people from book talk in person as well. Like, uh, I don't know if you know Elizabeth at Sports and Suites. Uh, so I got to meet her. And then I also got to meet Callum and Callum Ashfire. So that was uh, Especially since, like, beforehand, we were all talking for, like, almost a year and a half. So it was really cool to just finally meet them in person. And then the other person I got to meet was Brianna from Brianna is Booked, which was incredible. That's so awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. She seems so sweet. They are. They're all really, really sweet. And Sammy also seems like an amazing person. I feel like I would love to meet you and her. Aww, yeah, no. It would be so great to meet him in person. But yeah, have you ever wanted to throw a book across the room? And if yes, tell me about the book. So many times. I think the most recent one this summer, I was reading the cheat sheet and I was really excited because I was like, yay, I love my romance. And then at the end, there's like this little note where Sarah Adams, the author, is like, oh, I only write like closed door romances. And I was like, well, I feel like I've been led on by this romance book and I literally want to throw it across the airplane. I was like, I was like reading on the plane. And I like finished the book and I was like, that's it. And then there was like a little note that I was like, I write closed door romances, like nothing is ever going to happen between these characters. And I was like, no, I'm sorry. 
<laughs> I was like, I don't, I'm so mad at this book. But yeah, it wasn't a bad book at all. Like, we love Sarah Adams, but I was just like, oh my god, I feel betrayed as a reader. Because <laughs> I feel like I was let on. But I honestly, I should have done my research before reading the book, because she like very clearly was like, I write clothes or romances, and I just chose to ignore that. Yeah, honestly. I feel like a lot of the ones that I have were like when a book was so cheesy, you kind of were like just done with it. Yeah. So there's sort of like, yeah. <laughs> what new releases are you excited for? Okay, I have a lot. I love Olivia Tahi. I'm obsessed with her first book, um, Perfectly Pardon, and Perfectly Pardon, and um, her second book, Is on Fire, is coming out, and I read it. like kind of like on the cusp of like I feel like it's right in between middle school and high school. It's a really fun coming of age story for those who are into that and if you like Jane Austen books you'll probably love the love match so. That is something that I would look forward to, and I believe it comes out January 2023. Yeah, it looks really cute. Have you read it yet? I have. have. I got an early arc. <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, um, so it's as good as like I was hoping for it to be because I was essentially very worried about the Muslim rap. None of this like stereotypical stuff is in it, and it's just a really wholesome book. I highly recommend. <laughs> what are your top three recently listened to songs? Okay, they're all like they're all like very poppy. So, Girls by Lizzo because it's like very addictive. Like you, I it's always on repeat. Um, Sunroof. I don't know who it's by, but it's like yeah. Sunroof. Anyways, and then um, Doja Cat. Like everything, her entire album, as always. It's like my running music. So it's like whenever I'm running, I'm like, oh, this is like good, good music. I love that. All right. So another thing that I kind of let all my guests do, and obviously, if you don't really feel comfortable coming up with a title, that's totally okay. But I let everyone come up with a title for their episodes. So if that's something you would like to do, let me know, and I can include that as part of your title. Okay, yeah, I don't have anything right now, like, off the top of my head, but I will let you know. Sounds good. Okay. Alright, so this is how rapid fire will work. I'll ask you a question, and you can basically let me know the first thing that pops into your mind. And, yeah. Alright, so, first one. Are you Team Conrad, Team Cam, or Team Jeremiah from the Summer I Turned Pretty series? Okay, I'm Team Cam only because it's, like, I don't know. I feel like Jeremiah's too much of a, like, a, a brother. And then I just don't like Conrad. Hot take. <laughs> Alright, paperbacks, hardcovers, ebooks, or audiobooks, which one is your preference? Or which one do you tend to lean towards more? I'm gonna say paperback because they're easy to take everywhere, but recently I feel like ebooks have been really good to me. That's awesome. And what is your favorite beverage? This could be bubble tea, coffee, tea, etc. whatever. I have iced tea, but being in the north right now, whenever you ask for iced tea, they just give you like plain tea, but like with no sugar, and I'm like, this is the most disgusting thing I've ever tasted in my life. It's so bad. <laughs> oh man, I can't even imagine. That sounds terrible. <laughs> 
Okay, so who's your, or I guess, what is your favorite comfort book? Um, okay, right now, I feel like it's probably the love hypothesis. The amount of times I've gone back and just like reread that book just for fun. I don't know, something about the way that it's written is like you can just go back and reread it again and again and again. Can you repeat the title? The Love Hypothesis by Ali right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. That's definitely a shared love for both of us. Yeah, no, that is an amazing one. All right. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. And you can find Maya at MM Books, and that's on Instagram, TikTok, and are you also on Twitter? I am. I'm also MM Books on Twitter. Awesome. All right. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much for having me. I had a great time. Of course. Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in for today's Razor Words Book Club segment.